Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hey, you've downloaded our yes. podcast. Uh, if you've been following the last couple of days uh, from our anonymous caller who is in a relationship with a man in a Texan prison, we I feel, also spoke with him. Yeah, I feel prison. very conflicted about it all. Because if you were thinking about, you know, getting a, a guy who'd been sentenced to 45 years, he's obviously done something. I think we need to... Oh, yeah, acknowledge yeah, yeah. that he's done it multiple times and someone's got injured, whether it was his purpose or not, they've still sentenced him to 45 years, but yet we have a girl here who's really fallen in love with him. Mm. But also it's, too. It's hurting her. And I just hope that she's not paying so much for advice that might not be true as well. I think that the, the reason it's conflicting is he's obviously a bad person. Was a bad person. Is that yep. he was and... Mm. You should always give people a second chance. Otherwise, what is the point of prison? Mm. You know, if the whole point is to go there and better yourself. I just don't think 45 years is a second chance. Right. That's just taking him out of society. Yeah, because mm. 45 years here, if you were going to get that in Australia, that's basically a life sentence. Mm-hmm. That's almost two. You know, so I, I, I do think Australia is way too lenient on serious crimes. Mm-hmm. Or is America too, too heavy handed? I don't know, but 45 years is, is that's a life sentence. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I, yeah, I don't know. Esther, my wife heard it yesterday and she also asked the question, now we don't know the ethnicity of this man, mm. but um, is he a black man who's also been over, um, overcharged or, mm. you know, over sentenced? Um, well, I'm that's not, because we've got different, case. we've got I'm different just, yeah. laws here. Or do you not know his criminal history? Mm. Yeah. But this lady we're here in Brisbane, she's genuinely in love with this prisoner. Mm. Today on the show, we have a lawyer because they want to try and get him over here into an Australian prison. She seems to think it's possible. Uh, we have a lawyer on to discuss that. Um, and also we speak to someone whose family's in the Ukraine. Yeah, mm. Natalia. It's all going on. Let's get stuck into it. Three answers also for Alpha Bucks on for Monday's show in the middle of the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Who would decide to get involved with a prisoner? Person who is attracted to people who have committed crimes. Women who fall in love with people in prison. Yeah, we do love when people are listening to the show call up with their story. And we got a call from a Brizzy girl here who we were talking about pen pals with prisoners. And she said she started one with mm-hmm. a guy over in uh, Texas. Didn't expect to fall in love with him, but they've both fallen in love. We've been talking for over a year now. He is in on a 45-year sentence. He has served 13 of them years. But we've just completed the first step of getting him transferred to Australia to finish his time and then be out with me. And the reason for the transfer, do you write that it's because of you? Yes, he has no support over there. You know, me and him have built this great relationship. So you've never met him face-to-face, just video Video, chat? Video chats, yeah. Wow. It's very fascinating. Isn't it? And one point that you wanted to know about, I guess, was the 45 years because it is a long time. He's done, I 13. think, 13. So he's got lots of, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, she had an interesting uh, information that she'd received on what would happen with his sentence. He's eligible for parole in another seven. So if he gets accepted to come over here and, and finish his time, Australia will then um, look over his crime mm. and then they will... I sentence him accordingly to finish off what they think he deserves to finish off here. And then he will then come home to me. I have to do a lot of paperwork as well, saying that I'll be responsible for him. 
um, I will financially support him until he gets out, and wow. then he will be here once he finishes. Mm, and we did, we had the opportunity to speak to him. His name is Trey. Um, on one of his phone calls that he was allowed. Yeah, amazing. Um, just to say how hard it is because she's going through all the process, and by the sounds of it, having to fund it, and how that kind of makes him feel. How is it, I guess, leaning on your girlfriend to be able to cover that all financially when you actually haven't even met her in person? I hate the fact that I can't contribute more. I mean, I, 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 I contribute everything that I can. The fact that I know that she has that she has to contribute anything, man, I, I, I can't stand that. I was raised in a household where the man takes care of the family. So he's, he's got a job in prison, mm. um, you know, as they all do. They don't earn great money, but mm. he's sending whatever money he's making there uh, back to her and her daughters yeah. here in Australia. Well, because she's got to fund chatting to lawyers as well, which wouldn't be Very cheap. Very expensive, mm. yeah. She's, you can hear in her voice, um, and we're so appreciative for her sharing her story. Yeah. I love that yeah. he called her a firecracker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. They, they sound genuinely like they're in love. Yeah. Mm. Um. But could you imagine being in this situation? 45 years is a long time. Mm. Very long time. It's a lifetime, literally. Mm. When we come back, we are going to speak to a criminal justice lawyer because we got a lot of emails and a lot of messages yesterday saying um, if he transfers over here, is that taxpayers' money? And a lot of people are saying, is it ever possible? Why wouldn't we hear about these cases? So when we come back, we will speak to a lawyer and uh, we will find out exactly how does this prisoner transfer situation work. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Who would decide to get involved with a prisoner? person who is attracted to people who have committed crimes. Women who fall in love with people in prison. We were talking about pen pals in prison and we got a phone call, a really honest phone call from one of our beautiful listeners saying that she's fallen in love with a guy over in Texas. He's a prisoner there doing 45 years. They've fallen in love so much they're in the process of getting him transferred to Australia and they were talking about getting a shorter sentence. We just uh, didn't know how it was possible. We had a lot of people reach out going that they'd never heard of this as well. So um, to get some answers, we're talking to a, a, ju- a criminal justice lawyer right now. Jahan is his name. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are we? Well, we want some answers for this. It was quite an extraordinary phone call that we took from this lady who's fallen in love with a Texas prisoner. And more to the story was that they're in the process of getting him transferred. Now, we've never heard of this before. Mm. Is it possible for people to transfer from different countries to Australia? Absolutely. So the international transfer of prisoners to Australia is definitely possible, but there's some pretty strict requirements that need to be met. The Attorney General has a lot of discretion when it comes to this area, but the first thing we have to check is whether or not they're uh, party to a specific treaty. Australia and the United States are. Mm -hmm. And secondly, the prisoner has to be either an Australian citizen or has to have uh, permission to remain in Australia indefinitely. So I think in this situation, it it would mean that there there potentially could be an argument made that given that they may enter a marriage of some kind, that there is that permission to be granted. There has to be no appeal process in place. And it's really usually done towards the last uh, period of the of the sentence. So if it's a really long sentence, it's unlikely that they're going to, you know, send them out for 20 or 20 odd years. Well, this is what's interesting is she's, we were told from her, there is the opportunity if he comes out, he's serving 45 years, 
if he comes to Australia, they'll relook at his case and then re-sentence him under Australian law, so therefore it could drop the amount of time he's in prison. That's mm-hmm. not accurate. Basically, when you accept someone in a prisoner transfer, it's almost um, universally accepted that they will serve the sentence they would have received in that home country. Right. Wow. Um, it can't okay. be more serious, but it can't be less. So, so um, maybe I've misread the legislation. I don't think I have. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think maybe there's a little bit of hope there that right. may wow. not be based entirely in reality. So would they be able to appeal it over in America? Like, I, I don't, I know you, you know, you practice law here in Australia, but could they try and get a reduced sentence over there on good behavior or whatever it works and then apply for it to a transfer? Uh, so one of the rules of a transfer is there's, there's kind of this acceptance that we're not going to deal, we're not going to challenge the validity of the decision made by your court. Mm-hmm. So they're entitled to do whatever they want to do over there. And if, you know, he's successful on appeal or whatever happens there, whatever his sentence is reduced to or changed to very well might be enforced here. But it, it would cause a huge kerfuffle if we um, if we suddenly started to import people back into Australia and then say, OK, well, we don't really accept that the United States judicial system got it right. And so it's generally a, a, a principle that's, that you don't touch the sentence once they're brought back. They just serve out their time. Okay, well, she, she has a lawyer, and um, they seem, from talking to them, they seem fairly hopeful. Well, she had given the information to, over to, to him. Yeah. Mm. You know, he said that he hadn't looked into that. That's mm. what she had said. And I guess what you're saying is that an Australian um, is not going to say, we accept you, and you've still got 32 more years that I guess the Australian taxpayer will pay for him to be in jail. Well, that's right. So when, when it. There's a lot of federal legislation around this specific point. And so if they come, they, they 100% become an Australia problem. It's, uh, we, we pay for them. We pay for all of their accommodation. We pay for all of the services associated with that. So unless there's a really good reason to get someone over here, mostly because they're an Australian serving prison somewhere else and you want to get them reinquated to the community, you generally don't do something like this. Mm. Now, there's a first time for everything and, and, the Attorney General really does have a lot of discretion when it comes to these type of topics, but um, I've not come across it in my practice. I've been doing this a, a decade, so I haven't seen it all, but I've mm. seen a lot. Mm-hmm. And I guess what would be hard is she's not going to be able to say, well, I'll pay for him, um, so it's not a taxpayer thing, because, I've, I mean, it, it may be different. I've just done a quick Google. A prisoner costs about $109,000 a year to be incarcerated, so if he came over and served 32 years, you're looking at about $3.5 million. It goes beyond that. It's just not an option. Right. Mm-hmm. We, don't, we don't have that, um, we don't have that uh, capacity available to us. It, it, it really is one of those things that it's, it's the Attorney General in there. I mean, the Attorney General might decide that this is the, this is the case where I decide to, to take a chance and do all of these things, but... Mm. You really have to ask yourself, why would they do that? Yeah. Would it make any difference if she was to fly over there and get married? I don't know. Um, yeah. I, I, I really don't know. I, I think that, I mean, I don't know their lawyer. They've yeah. received their own advice and they've probably gone about it. And I must admit, my job when it comes to these type of cases is usually preventing an extradition. Right. So I felt yeah. a bit like a law student going <laughs> yeah. and doing some research again. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but I'm, I'm fairly confident in what I'm saying, and I think that it's a, it's a, they've, they've picked a challenge. Yeah. Um, not impossible, but, but very difficult. Maybe Bob Dylan could write a song about him. That would speed it up. <laughs> I mean, we ask all these questions because 
you know, we can hear that her heart is 100% in this relationship. So, you know, we're not trying to pick it apart. We, we want to make sure that she's getting the right information. Well, that's at the same time as well. He's in love with her and mm. he's now ha- having the, the dream and the, the promise hope. of mm. coming to Australia. Would it, um, and I know you've been very much, it's, there's lots of no's, um, but do you think if, and I might be thinking too much into the movies, say <laughs> she goes over there, uh, meets him, they have one of the conjugal visits you can have in America. <laughs> she falls pregnant. Would that be something that they would consider? I don't think it's going to change the calculus of what. I mean, the child, the child is an Australian. There's, mm. um, I, yeah, I, I, I feel for her. Mm. It's it must be very heartbreaking to be with someone and not be able to be with that person. Mm. Um, I think it makes a lot more sense. Just to move over to Texas, if I'm being honest, that seems to me a way simpler way for the relationship to proceed. But stranger things have happened. Yeah, okay. Jahal, you're a criminal justice lawyer. Thank you so much for um, answering some of these questions for us this morning. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Who would decide to get involved with a prisoner? person who is attracted to people who have committed crimes. Women who fall in love with people in prison. We are invested in this story because someone who listens to the show gave a call when we're talking about pen pals and said, well, actually, I've started a pen pal um, over in the States with a US prisoner and I've fallen in love with him and in the process of getting him transferred over here. We've spoken to him from inside the prison. Um, We've spoken to a lawyer just before and um, Anonymous is now back on with us. And we've got to say, to, to start things up, we appreciate you having shared your story and being so honest with Cause, us. Because that must have been really hard listening to the lawyer then, because we didn't have any idea what he's going to say. Um, it was it was hard, but the one thing he didn't say was that it wasn't possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, and yeah. we are holding on to any glimmer of hope. Because um, uh, it's an emotional time, you know. Yeah. I shared my story, and it's hard because no one, that no one's in this situation really like it's unique and it's not socially acceptable um but you know it's your re- this is the thing um anonymous it's your relationship and it's your feelings mm. so i mean no matter what the situation is for anyone you're in love with this man and i am and, and i'm so in love with him and you got to chase your heart i would pay a hundred times over the amount to get him here mm. and moving to texas isn't an option for someone like me that has three kids, you know, yeah. I'm uprooting my kids as well. It will make sense for one person to come here, then four people to start a whole new life over in a different country. Mm. Um, but, yeah, like, we're just was, holding on to that hope. The one thing I kept thinking as well, because you have financially backed this, you're talking with a lawyer, and it's so costly as well. That's why I was really concerned. Are you getting, you know, the right advice? Like your lawyer was saying that it had never been done before, but could be possible. Yeah. It, yeah. It's it's, nev- it's 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 not easy. Like we know it's not going to be easy. Yeah. It's not just simple as submitting a form, waiting for the approval, and sweet, he's on a plane over here. Yeah. Like we have to fight for it. We have to prove it. We have to put a lot of work into it. But it's something we're going to do. See, I. You know, it's hard, isn't it? Because he is a person that has been served 45 years over in American prison. Like, that that's something that you you know that he's done bad things in the past. And I don't know him, but I'm buying into the fact that he's your love. Like, this, this, is, this is your story and 
you're the one that's heartbroken. And so it's so it's so complex because you can hear people listening to it saying, why doesn't she find a relationship here? Or, mm. you know, Australia's not going to be able to support it. And as you're sort of saying, well, I would I would pay for it. Yeah. yeah. I'm a taxpayer myself. I've, I've worked my whole life. So I'm not just someone sitting here, you know, you're not contributing to society here. Mm. Like, that's... Yeah, I'm not just... Did he uh, hear the lawyer? Do you know? Sorry? Did he hear the, the lawyer that we had on? Um, no. 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 But I, I, would, I would assume it would be um, naive of us to think that people haven't told you that it's impossible already at, at this stage because it, it's not... If it's it's un- just something that's ever been done before. Yeah. But mm. there's, there's a program there for it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, everyone's got to be the first as well, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> Oh. And like you said, when we get a Netflix series, yep, yeah, right. <laughs> it's what a story it's going to be. I mean, it, it is it is hard, isn't it? Because unfortunately, you don't really choose who you fall in love with. And that's right. And I believe everyone has a soulmate. And unfortunately, mine is in a Texas prison. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you chose well, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. And f- yeah. Faced with if someone said to you, "Where do you want to find the love of your life?" You probably wouldn't have chosen that. Um, no, I wouldn't have. When you first wrote to him, what was it then? You weren't ever thinking about it romantically? Like, no. why? what was the first point where you decided to write to him? Okay, I've always, I'm a crime junkie person. <laughs> okay. Oh, you're I female. Love, yeah, <laughs> I love and all that sort of stuff. So I wanted to write to someone that was serving time in America to see what it's like over there, like mm. what how their prison system works, what's their day-to-day thing, like, routine, like, like how is it different to, to ours here? Mm. Um, and the only reason that is because I have a family member that was incarcerated, so I was like, you know, what's the difference mm. between America and Australia? And that's how it started. I was just wanting information, like, and it just, we talked every day, you know. I was asking hundreds and hundreds of questions, like, what do you do today? What did you eat? Like, how do you, you know, how do things work over there? Mm. And then it just grew from there, like, and he even said, you probably heard, but he even said when we were talking to him, Trey said that was one of the things you were so interested in his life and his day-to-day that that's why you stood out from the rest of the people who may have just been after other stuff. Yeah. Have you? Are you considering going to visit him over there? I know you've got the kids, but if you could get someone to look after the kids, would you go for a week holiday or something? You know, it's funny because we put him for the lotto last night. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. 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 He, he sent money for a ticket and then I put my own ticket on. <laughs> and um, I said, you know, if we get it, like I'm coming over for a visit because I'm already on his visitation list. Mm. And I was like, I'll just come over there and we'll just, we'll just, I'll fight it from there, like <laughs> to get you over here. But obviously we weren't the winners. <laughs> yeah. So if you had um, the money, you would go. If I had, yeah, if I could, if I, if I can save that amount of money to get over there, I will go. Mm. Well, um, we appreciate you being a part of this and sharing your story, like we said. Yeah, um, keep in contact, yeah. can you? Mm. I will. I definitely want to update, especially if we succeed. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. 100%. All right, well, good luck with it, Anonymous. It's Stav, Abby and Matt. Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Box on Monday will be the 28th. Oh. Last day. I'm pretty good at knowing dates out of the top of my head. <laughs> That's yeah. a real skill. That's Thank good. you very much. It's just because I've got stuff booked in. So on the first is the Tuesday, and I'm going to a Lions lunch. The fourth, I have International, International Women's, Day International Women's Day lunch. So that's how I work that's out my Friday. life. Friday, yeah. And yeah. the week after that is the twelfth. Is a Saturday, twelfth of March. Hey, uh, your answer is espresso, uh, and another answer is elephant. Elephant, yeah. And another answer is Elmo. 
Elmo. There we go. Three answers for Alpha Bucks Monday morning. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. The Russian invasion of Ukraine has begun. Vladimir Putin has cast aside international condemnation to launch the attack in eastern Ukraine. Yeah, it is really scary when you wake up and you see the images of what's happening over in the UK and how war, uh, Russia is invading. But it's ridiculously scary for people that have family members over there. Natalia in Cooperoo, thank you so much for giving us a call. Your daughter's over there at the moment? Thank you very much for calling me. Yes, my daughter is over there. My 87 years old mom is there. Mm. My sister and uh, her children and my cousins and their children, the whole family is there. So, so you are an Australian citizenship, but they're not? No. Okay, all right. You you had to make the tough decision because you were only, you were there a few days ago and you, you had to rush home to avoid the conflict? Uh, well, the tough decision was because I wanted to stay with my family mm. and they actually persuaded them to go me to go because one alive member of the family is better than none. Oh, Natalia. Yeah. Okay. So you spoke, we wanted to speak to you earlier and I know you got a phone call from your daughter, which is of course a priority. How is she right now? Uh, Look, because she has been working for the European Union project, she was able to get to Polish border together Mm -hmm. with the European Union vehicles and whatever. Mm -hmm. But now she is standing there and she is considering whether to leave or to stay because, uh, you know, she loves Ukraine and she wants to do the best by the country and uh, add her input, whatever small it might be. So, uh, actually, uh, now I'm sitting here and waiting what decision she will make. Wow. In saying that, I have heard the Ukraine president talk and there is a real sense of, um, you know, a pride in Ukraine and Mm. he's asking people to stay and fight. Is that what you're saying, that your daughter is torn between because she wants to be able to support the country? Well, maybe not necessarily, uh, you know, because of what the president has said, but Mm. she loves the country and she wants to be there and she had chance to be in Australia, but she chose Ukraine because this is where the family is, where her heart is and uh, where she lives full life. Not because Australia is not nice enough, it's a great country and she loves it, but uh, the homeland is always a homeland, Mm -hmm. you know, and uh, because... Uh, there is the rest of the family that just happened that I'm on my own. Mm. So she values family so much and uh, everything that is connected to that, that she chose to go back to Ukraine Mm. many years ago, actually, before all that. And now she's torn in between because I understand that Australian government is expediting visas uh, uh, for refugees, Mm. Ukrainian refugees. And Mm. because I'm here and I have means to support her, I think uh, she has a very good chance to come, but it's a very tough decision for her to make, to come and to start life again. Mm. And as a refugee, I don't wish this on anybody. What about your um, 87-year-old mother that is still there? What's her plans? Is she going to go to Poland? She can't get because she's homebound. She can't walk without a walker. Mm -hmm. So uh, she has no choice. Mm. This is a lot for you, Natalia, um, to take on because uh, the one sentence that I can't get past that you said just before was, it's better to have one member of the family alive than none. You know, 
how are you dealing with this? Because your whole life can get turned upside down in, you know, minutes. Um, I feel extremely guilty. Mm. And, uh, um, well, anybody would, I suppose. Mm. And uh, I just wake up with uh, thoughts about them and I stay in contact and whatever. But uh, um, I just try to hold myself together. I just try not to feel anything because the moment I start feeling something, uh, I will break into pieces. That's how it is. So uh, I'm just involved in uh, what the Ukrainian community of Queensland is doing now, trying to hold rallies. I'm supporting a friend who is an Australian and is trapped in Kiev at the moment. Mm -hmm. So I try to support her, uh, you know, talking to her and other people. Uh, so uh, keeping busy gives me a sense of purpose. Mm-hmm. It, I, I saw, did see a, a TikTok clip about a week ago, and it was a young girl saying, you know, the West needs to calm down. You know, everyone's saying war is imminent. It's, you know, it's not going to happen. Things are fine here in Ukraine. Now, obviously, that changed dramatically. How many, how many years ago was that posted, though? No, she posted it about a week ago. Oh. Up, up until Russia invaded, they were, they were still fairly well, holding out hope. Yeah, yeah the, a lot of Ukrainians didn't realise until, I guess, the bombings happened and there was helicopters overboard that it really was happening because it's had that threat for yeah. so long. Did, did a lot of people there in Ukraine think this was never going to happen? Look, uh, if you look at this from outside, uh, it's a madman pursuing whatever he is pursuing, Mm -hmm. and all rational people uh, couldn't fathom that. But uh, some people were scary because knowing Russian president and his ambitions and his hatred of Ukraine and democracy. So people uh, thought that there would be some incursions on the eastern part. Mm. Uh, but not the full-scale invasion and such devastation as we see now. So, uh, because you can't live in the world when you expect things like this happen. And you think about the, the poor Russians as well that are in Moscow that do not agree with what he's doing and protesting is illegal and they're still protesting against the invasion and don't want it and mm. trying to support a lot of the Ukrainians. Well, Natalia, um, thank you for calling through this morning. We can't imagine what it must be like to go through it, um, but we'll be in touch with you, all right? And give, give your family all of our best. We'll definitely have them in our thoughts all day today. Yeah. Thank you, and have a very good day. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Well, I got invited to a, a, a media lunch yesterday yeah. at the Emporium, which is beautiful, the food. And you know what I loved about it? The chefs came out. And you'd always know that they sometimes get a little bit nervous, but talking about all the produce, oh, yeah. how it's all fresh. And they'll say about how, like, um, the cucumbers were grown at Greenbank mm-hmm. by family. And they talk about all the families that have had it really hard during COVID because mm-hmm. they're still producing all the food, but yet all the restaurants are shut. Yeah. And one of them even specializes in, like, miniature food, like, you know, like small turnips. Oh, yeah. so, oh. And baby cukes? Yeah, so where mm. are they going to sell it? Do I you... love a baby cuke. What's my baby cucumber? Like, like tiny, tiny little, little cucumbers. cucumbers. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you've got to think about it. Like, during COVID, they specialise in selling it to different restaurants. Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard for them to... How much detail do they go to get? So the steak today, it's from a cow named Toby. Uh, he was four. He lived a very good life. Everyone loved him. He was the, the belle of the farm. <laughs> but it, well, the Enjoy. food was absolutely amazing. And I was sitting opposite a really interesting guy, right, called Jack. And I was like, oh, so what do you do? And he was the B guy, right? And I was like, oh, okay. Can you get me the A guy? <laughs> B one third. And they had like a little 
be uh, uh, honey that I've brought in now, right, on the tables. Mm. And I was like, oh, cool. Why have you got that? Where do you get it from? And they're beehives on top of the Emporium. So there's this concept, which I guess has happened in New York, where they don't want to obviously just have beehives just in the streets of Brisbane. Mm, But in all these buildings around Brisbane, like high-rises, there's beehives. And the restaurants will produce their own bees, saying about how important they are. And I know you've gone on for for years, Mm. but they're saying about all the food. It's like uh, almost a third of the food that we're eating wouldn't be possible if we didn't have bees. I've, I've seen the bee movie. Yeah, I know. That's what I meant. That's, I did say that and I felt like an idiot. And then mm. I told him, how's this? I told him, oh, I, want a, I want a beehive because have you seen that Chris Hemsworth has got one? And he just goes, no. I went, no <laughs> oh, that's a lie. He, that would be annoying. <laughs> if you're actually a guy who's got beehives on rooftops of the city mm. and you're doing something like amazing, you're producing honey for restaurants, you're actually helping the environment in an inner city area and everyone just remembers... Chris Hemsworth's <laughs> got a beehive somewhere in his backyard. <laughs> That's frustrating. It is frustrating, but I understand what we're doing. Like, I would love to get some beehives here. Mm. Oh, yeah. You know what else is frustrating, though? Imagine all those other poor bees schlumming it in someone's backyard. These guys got a penthouse apartment in city views. <laughs> well, there is a difference between uh, native bees yeah, and European bees. Yeah, so Europeans the European do. bees are generally what you might have at your home, which is like, I said, I've got a beehive in the back garden. Yeah. And he goes, is it up on the tree? And I went, yes, it is. And he goes, oh, that'd be European. I was like, uh-huh. So no what is, do they not do anything? Do they do something? Well, they're imported, so it's better to look after the Australian um, native ones. And they, and don't, yeah, sting and they don't sting. Aussie, you... Aussie ones don't sting? No. The native ones don't. No. Oh, they're How friendly. Nice. They're like, yeah, she'll friendly. be right, mate. She'll be right. Take my honey. <laughs> Wood stinging, can't and be bothered. And it's so good for you. All the antioxidants and everything in the honey. Oh, honey's great. You know, honey never goes off. They just cracked open a jar of honey found in a pyramid and everyone tucked in and it was fine. doesn't go off. Really? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't spoil. I, I don't want to. Uh, yeah, Agree it's really with annoying. Me, but I have to because he's right. 100% true. <laughs> well, no, 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 it doesn't go off. No, no, no. You can put it in there. You sure so, it wasn't just someone who was on a tour who dropped no, their honey from the gift shop? No. So if you do believe in your zombie apocalypse, which yeah. I know you do, we'll you should be honey. storing honey. Yeah, I know. So have uh, a, have, a, have yeah. a try of that. I don't like honey. Uh, I'll yeah. have a taste. So you like bees, but you don't like honey? Mm-hmm. Bees are so important. I think Most people who like cows don't like steak, just if you're on that boardwalk. What? The bees want you to eat the honey. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. You're yeah, stealing do. their honey. That's the whole premise of the bee movie. We're creating... You're stealing my honey. Oh, my God. It's not a documentary, Stav. I'm so sorry you felt like that. They don't make well, honey I've for humans, something today. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, they don't. But th- that's what they're saying, that they're creating more by having all these beehives on the top of buildings. Mm. It's good, isn't it? That's good honey. You've that's never had honey. natural honey like that. No, I'm a, I'm a Capilano guy. No. Oh, they're good. Um, do vegans eat honey? I would probably Stop not. Stop dripping it down your finger. Oh, by it. the way, I'm licking my <gasps> finger, and I just want everyone to know I'm lick, using a finger, licking it, going to the next finger. Oh, that's okay. So I, I only gave you finger. a little thing. Um, I don't think they do. Let's because, ask our resident vegan. No, out because there. he's not. Veg- he's vegetarian, hun. Oh, okay. Um, they don't have produce created by animal. No. Right. No. But it doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt the bee. No. Take it. It's not like a cow. You keep it thinking it's having a baby to get its milk. Do you? No. All right, there you go. That's delicious. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I have done a Google search. <laughs> Our producers uh, do the most amazing work. They're always behind the scenes. You'll hear, uh, hear them if you call up. They answer all the calls, but they also organise anything. If we go, oh, what about this? 
And they, so at the moment we're trying to track down someone in the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. So we'd love to hear from them. And like mm. Ash is working her butt off to uh, locate a reporter over there. But you guys do so much and Taylor's in with us and try and do so much research that we've gone through your Google search. Mm-hmm. And yep. it's, it's, a, it's a trip. Yeah. <laughs> some work related, some not so much. You can you, I can tell you which one is not work-related. Are you ready for this one? Okay. Is the Bermuda Triangle real? Taylor's obsessed with this. Oh, yeah. Is that a real thing? Well, that's what's funny about the, our computers here at work is they are 80-20. 80% work, 20% personal. <laughs> you can always make a connection, though, back to this job. So. <laughs> I've never printed out anything work-related. No. Have you? Uh, so that means she's never used the printer here. <laughs> <laughs> nah. So why do you why did you want to know if the Bermuda Triangle was real or not? I've always been fascinated with it and I thought that last time I googled it was probably 5 years ago and I haven't watched haven't been keeping up with it. So I thought where's that at at the moment? <laughs> didn't, didn't have your news <laughs> updates activated for Google? Yeah, no, yeah. And I haven't heard much. So I was like I wonder if they've made mm. new discoveries on that. So, so la- last Friday at quarter to 5 in the morning you googled is little Nas X missing. Yeah. Is he still missing? Have you heard about this? I didn't even realise he was missing. He's missing. He got diagnosed with COVID in November. No one's seen him since. That's like three, three, four months now. Well, COVID not- doesn't take that long. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did go do a trip to Bermuda, though. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. He just solved two. He released music, didn't he? No, he has been legit missing, but they've, he's just cropped up in a um, social post with another rapper. Maybe he's just at home isolating. Yeah, but For you four would, months. And he, he, was still, he went off social media, yeah. It was a legit concern for about a week or two, but he's all right. Can you have multiple wives in Utah? Mm. So that was definitely show-related. I don't remember that. I can't remember the segment, though. So. <laughs> and what was the answer that you found? Yes. I can't even remember what it was. <laughs> okay. I'm assuming yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, you are about to get married here in Australia, so are you sure there wasn't some, a, a conversation you and your fiancé had? Maybe he had mentioned a trip to Utah, and I was like, hang on. <laughs> Maybe here's, we're talking about that. Here's a good one, and I'm sure you've uh, encountered multiple firewalls. Proper names of Kama Sutra positions. So that was Honeymoon? show-related. Oh. That was that, when Maddie we, wanted to know that, didn't yeah. you? You didn't know them off the top of your head? Well, I f- left my book at home. I hate that. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could have acted them out, but yeah. it's the names. Because I also find that Esther loves it when I'm like, just hang hang five, babe, and I'm just going to fi- flick through and find the right one. <laughs> Give me a second. Sting was very big into Kama Sutra. Kama Sutra and Tantric. Tantric. Yeah, he has he sex likes. for like three and a half hours. Yes. Wow. Yeah. But when time? you don't stand so close to him, it does take a long time. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, are there whales in the Brisbane yeah. River? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the one I'm looking at. Going, we we never asked you never, anything about that. That was for personal reasons because <laughs> I heard that there was heaps of cars there, and I was like, "What, what? else is there?" And I was cars? like, "Cars in the Brisbane River." Yeah, mm. on TikTok, there's heaps of videos about conspiracies in the Brisbane. Well, we know River. that there's bull sharks and stuff, but okay, they're driving yeah. around on the bottom. <laughs> but why whales specific? Did you want to know? Um, because I was like, "What else is in there?" And I kind of just went through a bit of a wormhole. Yeah, why are the cars there? Um, I'm assuming someone went off the road and I right. think that <laughs> yeah. I think people would illegal cars they would dump there. Yeah, there's right. a, they yeah. dump yeah. them when they've been in robberies and <laughs> okay. things like that. They run into the river while they're doing a Kama Sutra. And then the <laughs> whales eat them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would love to see a free willy scene where a whale comes up over the story bridge. In a Hyundai. Mm. That is <laughs> top ten personal assistants in Brisbane. Now that was for you. 
Oh, for the wife. Because you want a wife. Oh, I'll act surprised. Yeah. Oh. And I was like, what's the closest thing to a wife? A PA. Yeah, a PA yeah. would be good. I was yeah. thinking about getting a digital PA. I mean, I don't really have a reason, like... What do you mean, a digital Well, one? there's a lot of countries that now they're a PA and you get like a digital one and they do like answer oh, just all your... by email sort of thing? Yeah, they answer all your emails or sometimes your phone calls. Well, this has been a real treat. We should do this more often, mm-hmm. actually. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Papa JJ is painting. Papa breasts can always tell when it's going to rain. Yeah, rain is a, a big concern for parts of Queensland. Yeah. People are in serious, uh, serious, serious issues with the, the lots rain. Lots of flooding, lots of cars been swept away. Yeah, so you, ha- you really have to try and keep safe. And here in uh, Brizzy, it's been frustrating because we heard that it was going to be raining and then you saw sunshine the last couple of afternoons going, mm. what is happening? And it's silly because rather than looking at the radar, we should have asked Matthew. Uh-huh. And this is what I want to know on 131060. Can your blah predict the rain? Fill in the blank. Oh, can your blank predict the rain? Because what can what what part of your body Ooh, can predict the rain? And look, it doesn't have to be a body part. It right. could be a animal. Yes, like your snake. Uh huh. Might go. Yeah. Don't the cows hide under trees when it's about to start raining? Do they? Mm. My snake doesn't predict it. Okay, good. You don't have a snake. I'm actually talking Hence, about a snake. Not that you've seen. Snake, by the way. Yes, so am I. Okay. My right toe. <laughs> my big toe. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. And not so much the toe itself, but you know the knobbly bit where it goes toe, knobbly the bit. The knuckle, foot? the joint. Yeah. yeah. Toe knuckle. Yeah, the toe knuckle. That actually, when there is a storm on the way, starts to ache. Now, people say, why? And it's because when I was eight year, eight and nine years old, mm. we used to get soft drink delivered to our house in crates, the old glass bottles, mm-hmm. you know, with creaming soda, Portello, all the classics. Wimmers. Um, yeah, mm. I, can't, I can't remember what exactly what the actual um, brand was, but I was moving one of those crates to to the fridge downstairs to load him up to get some nice what cold a beverages. Good son, you were I was a good boy, <laughs> and then um, I dropped it on my foot, and it some of them shattered, and it like crushed that part of my foot. Broke the toe. Um, I can't, no, it didn't really break it, but it Because it damaged, could have, because you can't really do anything for a broken toe. No, no it damaged all the cartilage. Uh-huh. And so I had to have a clean out of it when I was a kid, had a surgery on it, um, and I couldn't really walk on it properly, and I had to wear Ugg boots. That's right, in far north Queensland, that made us... In the middle of summer. So when you don't have cartilage, sometimes they can rub together, it can cause like an arthritis. So you're saying as a result you have arthritis that can predict the rain. This I've is had your um, superhero origin story. <laughs> <laughs> what toe is it, the right toe? Uh, we the, should give it the more right, love. The big one. I've had um, I've had arthritis since I was nine, mm. in it, and so when there's big rain coming, it does start the to toes ache, are aching. and it shoots a pain down underneath my foot. Mm. And so I can... I could have I could have told you for the last two days the rain wasn't going to come as much as they Why thought. Why are you looking at the radar then when you need to do your lawn fertiliser? Uh, Why aren't you tuning into your toe more? Yeah. Well, How do we know he's not? Yeah. He's, he, but he's not. He, he's always obsessed with the radar. You've got, I don't want to give too much away, but um, you've got bunions, right, from your ballet days? What, that's, what do you mean not giving too much away? That's actually like saying the whole thing. Well, I just didn't want to tell people we had bunions. Well, you but just did, though. I just like, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, look, I don't, I don't want to but, tell them, Stav, that you're like really, but like. I don't want to point it out, but you've got a monobrow. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to say that, though, to people, but you do. Yeah, just on the down low. But traditionally, bunions and corns ache before it rains. My corns are aching. Here comes the rains. 
So I was wondering if your bunions do anything. No, I've got to get surgery on them, actually. Remove your weather system. Huh. <laughs> but you don't use... Huh. They don't hurt when it rains. I hurt all the time. They hurt all the time? Yeah, because I did ballet and um, then I wore pointy shoes when I was dancing at nightclubs. Oh, of course. Of course. Um, of course. Now, it's a true thing. And there is more people. They get aches or pains or, you know, maybe you dream up rain. Do you have an inbuilt weather system yeah. where you can predict... Predict the rain, Animals like Matthew's do. toe. Julie in Chermside. What Hello. What part of you can predict the weather? Um, it's actually my whole left-hand side, my arm and my leg. Mm. Um, it actually goes really stiff when there's an electrical storm. Okay. Oh. Any reason for that? Yeah. So many years ago, do you remember the drive-in at Kapira? Yes. Yeah, so we were there one night and there was a big storm that came across and I was in the car, I was told to turn the speaker off, so I touched the speaker to turn it off and then all of a sudden a bolt hit the ground, oh. the car shook. Wow. And from there on, yep, I can feel an electrical storm coming mm. on. Please tell me you were watching Grease Lightning. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I can't even remember the movie that we were watching, to be honest. Uh, wow, that's, that's like the superhero. What's the superhero that has the lightning? Thor can control the lightning. Thor. Not Thor, one. though. That's not that stupid. Is there um, another one who shoots lightning? <laughs> Isn't there another Electro? one that gets all the... Electro! Mm. From uh, Spider-Man. Zalia from Strathpine. Um, what is it on you that predicts the weather? Hi, guys. Um, so, I, my baby hairs on my head start to stand up, mm. and I get itchy eyebrows. <gasps> itchy eyebrows? <laughs> itchy yeah. eyebrows? Like, when it starts raining or when it's about to? When it's about to start raining, my eyebrows will get, like, super itchy, and then all of a sudden, bam, it starts raining. Right? <laughs> I love it. So, you get itchy eyebrows, you go and get an umbrella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally. That's just how it works. Be careful with the hair standing up, because if your hair starts to stand up, like, you know when you see a kid on the trampoline and it's staticky and all the uh, hair, if the yeah, hair does yeah, that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girl, if, course, lightning's about to come. Exactly. Yeah. The place you were in is about to get struck by lightning. So, <laughs> yeah, oh. exactly right. Mm. This is a superpower. Yeah. It's quite... It's amazing. But the, only, the only downside to this being a superpower is the superhero's name. The Weatherman. You've only got one choice. You just need to say it with a deep voice. The I mean, there's the, man. There's the Ant-Man, which I always think is, well, you know, like... That's a good point. Come on. Yeah. When you were dishing out superheroes and they're like, would you like to be Ant-Man? You're incredibly small, but you're yeah. still, like, you're really tough. And oh, his, sure. He's offside an uncle woman. Yeah, so I don't... <laughs> <laughs> the weatherman sounds better. You can control that's weather. True. You know, someone's coming to you and you get a storm. Yeah, well, in X-Men you know, they, they call sudden, it a storm. So, yeah, yeah. Someone's coming and you're just like desert. You've got no water. Yeah. You don't want to go to the cricket. Rain. <laughs> Brooke in Cleveland, what's your superpower? Well, how can you predict uh, so the rain? I broke my knee twice about five, six years ago, mm-hmm. and because I don't have all of my kneecap, it seems to ache whenever there's a storm rolling in. Yeah, right. So that might be the same as Maddie, because you haven't got any cartilage yet? Yeah, so it was severely damaged. I only have about two-thirds of my kneecap, and all of the inside was completely screwed, and yeah, it was just really bad. It's a blessing and a curse, isn't it, Brooke? <laughs> It is because it's been a really crappy week and I'm on my feet all day, so walking mm. around with an aching knee all week has not mm. been fun. Well, Brooke, with great power comes great responsibility. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and great couch time in the afternoon. Great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stab Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect.
Years ago, uh, we all got sent uh, an Alexa, mm. an Amazon Alexa. I think it was Amazon when they were doing the sales. Yep. Sent it to us so you could listen to all the radio stations, and that's how I listen at home. Smart speaker. That's speaker. right. They have a. They had a new like streaming radio yes. app. Yeah. 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 So we all got one of those, um, and the kids love it because you can go, "Hey Alexa, play this." Mm. But one thing I'm getting sick of is now rather than just playing music and the radio, they've le- worked that you can talk back to her, like Alexa, say a joke. Yeah, or fart. I haven't heard that one. Yeah, she'll fart for you. Yeah, or Alexa shopping list and they add to the shopping list all rude words. So they say, right. Alexa, go through the shopping list and uh. You come home with three douches. <laughs> but this one is when you say, Alexa, I love you. Have you ever done that? Uh, no. Oh, and they just do it on repeat. So they go, Alexa, I love you. On repeat, it's not bad, but I just get stuck on my head each day. So each time we go to come mm. home and go, Alexa, I love you. Mm. She's got a few other songs. If you want Does to, she? Yeah, if you want to try those. Yeah. If you, if you just ask her to sing you a song, she'll normally sing you a song. You I'm, really I'm not like going to. You really like it. Stav's mm. got a connection with her. Uh, mm. Do you? Yeah, we're, uh, I'm about to leave my wife. Uh, no, but he always says, don't be rude to them because they're going to take over the world. Oh, yeah. I always say thank you after they do something for me. That way when the robots uprise, I'll be like, hey, guys. I'm like, oh, he's a nice Oh, one. that's a guy with nice manners. We'll still kill him. <laughs> but, like, quickly. <laughs> he's an easy target. <laughs> oh, thanks for no thanks. Sorry. Uh-huh. Sorry, guys. You know, my car had a few issues and I was running late for work. Yes. I had to drop it in. They fixed up whatever it was. But then as I went and picked up my car again, they were like, oh, by the way, your car's due for a service. So why didn't you just do it while it was here? Mm-hmm. Like, well, we squeezed you in today. Yeah, you can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to book it. I know. So now I've got to go through, like, the whole, uh. you know what I mean? I feel like I'm doing the same thing twice now. Mm-hmm. You could have asked when it was there. I didn't realise. They told me, you know. Mm. You never know. You only know what you know. <laughs> oh, so profound. <laughs> that is that's that's stop coming up with silly sayings. That that's is not a silly saying. You only know you. what you know. Yeah, but that's... There what? are knowns and there are unknowns. Yeah. And there you are known unknowns. And there are things that we know that we shouldn't. You shouldn't feel bad for not knowing something because no, you, you should only still know try what you know. To learn. That's the whole idea. You don't go, oh, sorry, I just know what I know. I'm not really interested in you. Like, no, you should want to learn more. But I'm not saying don't learn more. I'm just saying at the current period, you only know what you know. You know so learn more. Can you have if that you, down you the can, bottom? You can choose to. If you wish. <laughs> if, as you wish. Well, I actually think some people do. Otherwise, we've just mm. got a world of bigots. But if you wish not to, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> thanks. Ah, but no, that, thanks. Now, it's a tricky one, isn't it? Because a lot of people are being very affected by this rain. Mm -hmm. A lot. And quite savagely so. We're not. And it keeps telling us that we will be. And we keep waiting for it to be. And then nothing happens. Now... I've got plans. You've got plans. You want to know what's happening with tennis this afternoon. Mm, what do you, what's your plans? Hanging out the washroom. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. Important stuff. Dude, you're affected big time. I know. Maddie's uh, big toe isn't helping us. No. It's 
Abby's bunions are not helping us. Stav, I never said they were magical, okay? <laughs> I get a few guys asking for photos, all right? It's not magic thing. Actually, you've slowed down on that. My <laughs> website's suffering. If you could um, get some more features. Uh, magical, you take a photo, money appears. Oh, mm. I don't have bananas, so don't ask. Isn't that banana? That's what they are. Oh, they want for... you to step on the bananas, Stop do they? It. No, yeah, is that what open they, yeah. it, open it. That's dangerous. I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> We're hitting a lot of topics at the moment. Aren't we? Thanks for no thanks. Brisbane wakes up with Stav, Abby and Matt on B105.